If the adrenals are now supposed to make estrogen during this transitional period while the ovaries are shutting down and cortisol is again dominating that pathway, then everything starts going downward. And when things are out of array, the person feels actually feels it on a daily basis every day. Welcome to What I Wish I Knew. What I Wish I Knew is dedicated to providing women with information and a guided path to find healing, purpose, and joy. It is to give women power and permission to go inward during the time of perimenopause and menopause to find their inner compass while also actively making changes to allow them to thrive during this period of time in life. In this season, we are focusing on the issues surrounding menopause and its transition, and I will share what I wish I knew. Today's focus is one of my most favorite topics. It's the adrenal system stress and cortisol. Uh, many of you know I've been an executive coach for 25 years, and this topic of cortisol stress and burnout in particular has been top of mind for all of my clients as I've gone through the 20 years of coaching. But most importantly, over the last three to four years as we've dealt with COVID, the transition to work from home, and all of the stressors related to family and you know working in the same environment in which we live. And so today I'm gonna share what's really happening in the body and I'm also gonna share my story. So an interesting um, way to look at the adrenal system, actually, in my opinion, the best way to look at it is like a bank account. So your hypothalamus, which is where everything starts in that beautiful part of your brain, um, the control panel is what I call it, it is desperately looking for balance the entire time you are alive. It does not care about anything else but keeping you safe and giving you balance. So what happens in, in the state of cortisol is you have a bank account. So you're young, you're born, and you have a very nice full bank account of regulated cortisol. Um, there's not a lot of stress yet in your life. You're young, you're nurtured, everything's great. And then you enter life and you grow and you have experiences. And those experiences, you know, sometimes can start to withdraw from that bank account. So let's say you have um, a, a situation when you're in school and you're bullied, right? That is automatically sending a, a signal to that hypothalamus that it needs to kick up the response to that threat. It doesn't know if it's a tiger chasing you or if it's a bully chasing you. It just knows that there's a threat. So when that happens, it's sending these signals basically to your adrenals, which are these pea-sized you know, little glands at, on top of your kidneys. And it's sending a signal for them to fight. It's basically saying, send energy, send focus, send adrenaline, send epinephrine, send everything to keep us alive, safe, and focused. So now imagine you start going through your life. And let's say you have, you know, a significant trauma, okay? That starts to change the way your body can respond to the signal. So the signal is now overly used. It's constantly being pushed into cortisol overload, okay? So that bank account is now getting less and less and less as you get older and experience more things if it's never dealt with correctly. So I'm going to give you now a little insight into my own personal journey. So I will speak of this a lot more later, but I had a difficult childhood. So most people know that I was abandoned by my father who never saw me. And then I had a lot of significant trauma in my life after that as a child. When 
I went through that. Okay. I had, I did not understand what was happening in my body, but I was always in a certain state of fear. So in my book, um, that it will be coming out in October, the body whispers before it screams. I talk about being in my room and turning the music up as loud as possible and singing and dancing in my room and sort of secluding myself in my room because that was a safe place for me. And what I didn't know then that I know now is that I was creating happy chemicals for myself to manage the stressors of my life. So if you start to feel, as you start to feel, you know, as a young child, I started to feel these things, but I didn't recognize them. And of course, didn't know how to deal with them. I just kept pushing through those stressors, which is what most of us do. We push through. We don't question. We don't do the work. We don't go to therapy. We don't. We keep pushing. So I kept pushing. I got into my early years. I got married. I had a child. I was all about my career. I, after my child was born, I was very, very exhausted. He didn't sleep. Somebody said, hey, take a diet pill. I did that. Now I push myself into constant fight or flight, okay? Because all the diet pills do is basically level up adrenaline, level up focus. So what was happening is I didn't want the low, okay? I didn't want the cortisol to come down. I loved the focus. I loved the adrenaline. Most people I work with in coaching, they have the same problem. They, they are executives or they're mothers or they're people, you know, in some level of transition. And they basically do not want to let the cortisol go down because if they do, they feel like they won't be on it. And being on it is what cortisol does. So it's kind of like a love-hate relationship. You don't want too much and you don't want too little because too little causes other issues. So after the diet pill thing, which I was on for 12 years, okay, I had a full-on addiction to diet pills because I wanted to keep the cortisol high because I wanted to remain focused and be able to be a full-time mom, a full-time career person, travel the world, and by the way, get my master's degree. So like most people, I started to feel symptoms of high cortisol. What did that look like? It looked like I started to have periods of anxiety. I started to have changes in my weight, a lot of bloating, a, a lot of, you know, middle of my stomach bloating. Um, I had intolerance. So meaning anything that came my way that was not, you know, what I wanted it to be would set me off. I mean, it was like a hot stove. And what I didn't know was that my adrenal systems were exhausted. I had burned them out. So we talk a lot about burnout. What is that? Burnout is literally a thing. It is when your adrenals can no longer keep up with the demands you are putting on them. And I've said this a million times, and I'll say it again. We live in a maladaptive world. Everything around us is not set up for us to be healthy. So we have to make choices. And I wish I would have understood that earlier so I could have done the work sooner. But now there's no going back. There's only going forward and educating other people, which is why I'm here. So end of day, I, I get through the diet pill abuse, and then I legitimately fall completely flat. My cortisol, I, I stop taking the pills because I realize I'm addicted. I start going to a functional medicine doctor to get well. And then he's like, we're, we're in a bad, bad situation here. Your body has to completely remember how to make cortisol on its own. So when you don't, um, when you abuse the cortisol and keep pushing it and pushing, pushing through, the cortisol gets so low that it won't respond anymore. And some of us get so low, they need help. So I took cortisol for a while with the doctor's support to get through the period of time so I could recalibrate. Then I weaned off the cortisol and then I started to have to change my life. So how do we heal? How do we heal? Number one, being proactive at the earliest stages of your life when you recognize that you are a type A personality, an overachiever, you push, 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 
if you're that person, you need to be thinking about this. You need to be addressing and looking at your adrenal system, getting testing, understanding where you are on your cortisol. Second is sleep. The most important thing about cortisol is it wants a regular rhythm. It wants to come away in the morning, kind of moving up slowly, peaking during the day to be able to give you everything you need to work and be with your children and family, and then start to come down in the evening. So I am trained in resiliency training. I do a lot of work with clients in the area of resiliency. And here's what I tell them. This is actually what the body wants. And this is actually what we give it. Okay. We want to keep pushing it all day long. So we wake up in the morning and we read our email and look at a thousand things and we're on fire with cortisol. Now the body thinks it's being chased again. We then have coffee. We're chased again. We then have our first meeting. It's on. There's stress. There's another one. We take a break. We eat a piece of chocolate to stimulate cortisol and chemicals. And then we go into another coffee and then another meeting. So all day long, we're doing this. And then at night, we want to sleep. Okay. The body wants to sleep. It needs to sleep. It's the only time your body actually restores. And guess what? It doesn't know how to come off the cortisol wheel. Okay. So we do this in many ways to ourselves, but we are not aware of it. We are not aware of it. So, so I talk about sleep. Sleep is super important. We work with people on how to get better patterns for bringing melatonin in. When cortisol is up, melatonin goes down. Melatonin is the sleep chemical. So, you know, I am, I am very, very vocal about my faith, okay? And here's why. My God is huge because only a God this big would make a body that is this aware. Your body knows how to protect itself, and it is going to protect itself even if you don't like it and want to go work out and, you know, do 100 meetings. So we have to be aware of that. When the sleep pattern is broken, cortisol is broken. If you have insomnia, if you are waking up multiple times of the night after you go to sleep, if you can't get to sleep, you have a cortisol issue. There's no question. Secondly, it's what you eat, okay? Your body is not meant to live on processed food, sugary snacks or tons of, you know, things that you can just buy that are quick and easy, like, you know, In-N-Out burgers every day or, you know, fast food of any sort. That is not a chemical your body recognizes that overwhelms the adrenal system. P.S. It changes insulin resistance. P.S.S. You get fat. Okay. So this is not a, this, it sounds kind of overly simplified, but this thing on the adrenal system is the mother load of all the other hormones too. Because those adrenals, by the way, make hormones. They make estrogen. They make a tiny bit of progesterone, testosterone. So they're there to support you. But if they're not working, nothing works. Um, so the diet, the diet is big. And the last thing I'm going to talk about is this idea of physical activity. The adrenals are so interesting. When I had surgery, okay, I literally realized within about a month that after I would do some level of extensive you know, high impact training, intense training, I would get an anxiety attack. And I'm, I'm like, what is happening to me? That's supposed to mellow me out. Why am I feeling worse? What, was, what it was doing was getting my cortisol too high. And I, my body was not repaired yet. And I was already trying to push myself into some intense, you know, cardio training when I was still healing. You cannot do that. So the body needs physical activity. Cortisol is anti-inflammatory at the right levels. It is inflammatory at the wrong levels. So understand that. Too much is a bad thing. Too little is a bad thing. It wants to be in the middle. Your body wants homeostasis. That's how that hypothalamus works. So when we get into midlife 40s and 50s, I'm going to tell you, you're going to hate this. And my really good girlfriends hate when I tell them this. You've got to reevaluate how you move. 
your movement needs to be easier on the body. It needs to be it needs to be conducive to resting and restoring yoga, um, walking, hiking, you know, the things that bring us joy, but in a different way, not this intense, intense, a little bit of intensity is fine. I mean, I had a really in good, intense workout for about 40 minutes this morning on the treadmill. You know, I walked for 35 or 40 minutes at pretty high levels, broke a sweat. But then I brought myself down, regulated that cortisol because I know how to do that. OK, I needed 10 to 15 minutes to cool down, stretch, relax, to absorb it. And then I was good. OK, but most of us move from that to a meeting, to a phone call, to kids crying, to food to be made. You know, we're just not wired for that. That is not how we're wired. So what I'm here to tell you is, and, and there's a whole other piece of this on supplementation that I can't get into today because it's a whole podcast by itself. But there are ways to heal adrenals. If you are suffering from anything related to cortisol and you have symptoms of being edgy, sleepy, gaining weight, exhaustion, burnout, overly stressed, overly sensitive, anxiety, depression, um, eating too much, needing more wine. I mean, there's a hundred things. Sleep schedule, you know, inability to, I mean, my biggest thing is I had no tolerance. I had zero tolerance after my surgery um, to pretty much anything. And that just took a while to repair. So if you're finding yourself intolerant to people in general or things that maybe used to not really stress you out, stress you out a lot now, boy, we need to talk. So, um, you know, we're here to help. We have resources. And, you know, this is interesting because I talk about, you know, menopause and perimenopause, but this is this is a, a, a people thing. This isn't just a menopause thing. This isn't every person thing. In fact, it's it's running rampant in our world right now. I, you know, I can't tell you how many conversations a day I'm having with executives on this topic and women. You know, menopause, the issue there is that your your system is weakened by the physical change. It is literally no choice. It is weakened. And and so if it's weakened and you're bringing in more more stuff to do and more excitable cortisol, you are going to have more symptoms. That has been scientifically proven. And we know it's true. I'm really thrilled and excited to have Sumi Epi with us today. He is the founder of Wellness Medics. And I'm going to share a little bit about your bio, Sumi, with, with our audience today, and then we'll jump right in. So Sumi is a functional nutritionist with a master's degree in clinical nutrition and human performance and a current cohort as the Amer in the American Institute of Anti-Aging Medicine. His specialty is metabolic medicine, focusing on cellular energy, hormone balance, weight management, and sports nutrition. Sumi is the founder of two integrative medicine clinics, Wellness MedX in Santa Clarita, California, and Rehab X Health in Hermosa Beach. Sumi, we are so happy to have you here. Um, you and I have had some time together and even worked together on my own health um, around inflammation and my own, my own system. And so, you know, today's topic is cortisol, the adrenal system, stress, inflammation, cellular energy, and hormone balance, kind of in a nutshell, because they're all so connected. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, just to start, Sumi, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into this really interesting area of practice? Eileen, really good to talk to you. Um, excited for you and what you do. Um, very impressive. So I'm glad to be on your show. Perimenopause and eventually menopause is a truly interesting phase in a woman's life. You know, the, the, the body is this, you know, decides it's going to now stop production, right? So the body is going to shut down production. Um, and that period 
it it's it's truly it, it can impact people and wow in ways that that us men will never imagine you know um mood swings depression um just not able to function properly um and cortisol plays a large role in that because as when when you start going into menopause um if you're living a normal life daily life be a family work you know whatever you're you're involved in those are stressors um yeah. we find that stress itself isn't the real issue or response to stress is the issue yeah. but when you go into perimenopause cortisol automatically increases yeah that's just a norm um i actually find that in in our formal practice elevated stress is the reason why some women experience um menopausal symptoms like hot flashes and and night sweats and others don't so when you go into menopause you you know we're like we'll never understand what women go through but everything changes then all of a sudden that is now out of balance we, we don't know when it's going to happen you don't know when you're going to get your cycle um you might skip two months there's so much uncertainty which adds more stress well stress is again not the not the main issue but if it's sustained at an elevated level that becomes an issue so when when cortisol is elevated during and at a low for a long period of time during perimenopause um hormones are impacted and again a hormone is nothing but a slow chemical message and so cortisol being elevated just means our hypothalamus is communicating that we are under stress or that the woman is under stress for whatever reason and then everything becomes heightened and when that happens a lot of resources are deployed to help with that and one of the things um for example that is impacted is progesterone progesterone is um very very important for several reasons a progesterone is critical for hardening the wall of the uterus so that maybe during pregnancy you know the woman doesn't have a, a miscarriage um but it's also critical for taming we call it we say taming and helping balance estrogen so when you know elevated cortisol um for run through the time will impact production yes. for progesterone which then means that woman will have maybe more tender breast, a lot of uh, tougher um, PMS symptoms, um, and just the mood swings, um, you know, maybe depression as well. So yeah. at a primary Same. level, that's how that starts this cycle going in the wrong direction. And then when that happens, um, when progesterone is low as well, we find that, you know, um, sleep is impacted, for example. Yeah. Because, you know, believe it or not, when you, when you go to perimenopause, production of estrogen is switched from, um, the ovaries to the adrenals. And so if, if the adrenals are now supposed to, to, to make estrogen during this transitional period, while the ovaries are shutting down and, and, and cortisol is, is again, dominating that pathway, then yes, everything starts going downward and then. And when, when things are out of array, the person, um, feels actually filtered on a daily basis every day. And then that affects your, 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 you know, your, your life, your daily activities, which then yeah. also increase more stress. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a cycle you can't get out of. And 
mm-hmm. you know, for me, I think your point is so well taken. I was prescribed progesterone, um, I don't know how many, a long mm-hmm. time ago for mm-hmm. perimenopausal symptoms. And it literally reduced my symptoms probably by 50%. I mean, yeah. my anxiety went down. I started to sleep again. I felt more even. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, why didn't anybody tell me this sooner? Like, this is, this is, so, right. you know, this is really great. And, um, but the, but the issue to your point was I had years of stress and putting stress on myself as a business builder and an executive. Now walking into this, like you said, I had high cortisol already. And now mm-hmm. I'm dealing with life and perimenopause and menopause. Right. And so mm-hmm. it just whacked out my whole body. So I love your you know, what you're saying, because one thing affects another. There's nonlinear here, right? This is a systemic thing. And uh, so the stress, you know, it is about controlling the stress. You know, what else can we do? And then I want to talk for a minute about inflammation, but what can we do to manage stress? Or what do you do with patients to help their, you know, cortisol, stress management? You know, um, another good question. Um, and just to talk about a couple more things that, that cortisol does before we talk about how to reverse that. Um, serotonin and melatonin are critical again for balance, you know, um, elevated cortisol will, you know, downregulate melatonin production. So cortisol is, is at its highest peak in the mornings, obviously. Um, and as to, to give you energy, we're talking about energy, right? It, 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 it peaks in the morning to get, give you energy. As the day goes, it's supposed to go down, but if right. it's, if it's up again, fight or flight, right? So, um, and, and why, because if your body feels like it's under stress, it's actually a good thing. I mean, cortisol is actually, I call it the good friend, um, that can become a bad friend very quickly. Right. I mean, we have a lot of nice fancy tools, um, like adaptogenic herbs that we can use, but I, I talk, when I talk to patients, I always tell them. It comes back to you. Like if you have a, a stressor, if your lion is still in the room with you, if you're going through a divorce, if you have issues with your with a certain family member, if you if you're you have issues at work, maybe your boss or your subordinates, um, if that um, stressor that makes the lion makes my friend cortisol show up to protect me, if that stressor is still alive and still there in your circle, then. It's very, very hard for a practitioner, for any practitioner to come in and help mitigate, you know, so it starts with you. You don't even realize how powerful what you just said is. Uh, You know, I've been an executive coach for 20 years, and I will tell you that people have lions in their lives from 25 and 35 years ago that are impacting their leadership, their ability to thrive, their daily activity, their relationships. And so you are making a really important point, which is, you know, it's not just today. It's everything you're carrying from yesterday and the day mm-hmm. before and the year before and 10 years before that is living in this period of time. When you go down into already a stressful, dysregulated period of time as a woman, if you haven't dealt with your stuff, it's yeah. going to come back. And it, it did back. for me. Like yeah. everything came back right then. And I was like, mm-hmm. why is why am I remembering all this stuff that really mm-hmm. is bothering me right now? And it was, it was that it was, it was, it wanted to be what I call in my book that's coming out in October reconciled, right? right? Reconcile your stuff so you can heal and move forward. But it's an, it's an interesting, the body knows, right? It is, but you, you make an amazing point because, you know, 
rewind before I, I became a COO um, in my previous life. I didn't, I don't think I understood the value of a business coach or a therapist uh, until I, be, I became a leader in that company and had to deal with people coming to me with their lions. So I have a, a lot of respect for business coaches, for therapists, psychologists yeah. now. And so when somebody comes, to go back to your, your question, when somebody comes to me and, and I, I look at their cortisol, their cortisol is above, uh, <laughs> above 25 or 30. And I don't just throw things at them. You want to talk to them first and see what's actually happening. And if they, if you're fortunate enough that they open up maybe a little part of whatever is going on, then I can, I'll first say, you know, um, Hey, I'd love, you know, I have a, an amazing protocol that I'd love to put you on. I said, but the first step is, um, for you to, you know, again, looking at behavior therapy for you to accept to get, um, another type of professional help with your business, or I'd love for you to talk to this, this therapist part of my practice first. Um, yeah. and then we, because just doing these, you know, adaptogenic herbs and, and, and pregnenolone or whatever else you do to, to help me to get stress is not going to be, um, good enough to get rid of, of, of your, your friend cortisol. So, yeah. so much value yeah. in what you do and what therapists do. I agree. I think it's it's uh, it's an integrated approach. It's everything. It's our mind. Mm -hmm. It's our experiences. It's our genetics. It's our bodies. It's everything. And I that's my biggest aha from this whole entire thing is like we are really complicated and we have a lot to look at. So yep. um, you, you know, when you and I met, I remember the first thing you said to me is like everything is about cellular energy, Irene. And like, yes. let's talk about that for a second. So Help me and our listeners understand this idea of cellular energy. What What is cellular energy? Why should we care about it anyway? Right. Well, um, first of all, your whole body is made of cells. Your hair, your face, you're just a collection of cells that look like that. And uh, at the heart of the cell is the mitochondria. So um, without boring anybody with science, um, the whole process of, of, of the body, you know, the system making ATP and all of that with glucose to make energy, again, that's... If you have the time to learn, to learn that, it's great to, to, to go learn that. Um, but in a nutshell, um, relations with, with, with energy and so with cortisol, for example, um, elevated stress will obviously increase, um, cortisol stress hormone goes up adrenaline first, and then adrenaline stays up too long. Cortisol comes in because the body's trying to maintain this level of response. And what that does to energy is it reduces, because you think about it, when, when, if, if that lion shows up, um, I can't digest anything. I can't even think about eating. My goal is to escape that situation. Um, so uptake of glucose done, you know, so I can't, during that time, spark my body to, for the cells to accept, like, this glucose from, from insulin, you know, insulin is what helps glucose get into the cells. Well, when I am worried about running or fighting, um, I have no, the cells, they don't want to, <laughs> you know, we don't, they don't want to talk about bringing it, even though they, they do need it. So it will, it, you know, so number one, that your, your actual true energy source now is maybe cut in into by 50% or whatever. And on top of that, I will now pull from my, my tissue 
it's funny how it is that the cells will pull, the system will pull from tissue to help you have energy to deal with the stress, but it will, it stops actually re re receiving from the main source. So that, wow. in a nutshell, you have to, about, that's what elevated stress does in the body. Um, again, summarizing. So yeah, it's like catabolic, right? It's like eating itself. Yes. It's like taking from itself. Yeah. And yes. so, you know, I, I love this because the body just wants to survive, right? It mm -hmm. just wants to be safe and mm -hmm. a safe, you know, if you don't feel safe from an experience, you don't feel safe in your physical body, you know, the stress is going to increase and it's going to just cascade. So this is so wonderful. I, I just appreciate your perspective, the way you look at, you know, the system and the body. How can people find you, Sumi? We're going to, you know, obviously have you on the website with all your information, but what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Um, our website, wellnessmedx.com. Um, we also have Instagram, at wellnessmedx. Um, you can find all the information there about us, how to reach us. Our staff, my staff's amazing. They'll bring you in to help you get onboarded. That's great. Well, Sumi, thanks for being with us. For our listeners, please follow us and subscribe to us on Apple. Um, we are also available to support you with lab testing coaches and referrals to our vetted um, folks in our network like Sumi. So please uh, view us on menocoaching.com and uh, we look forward to seeing you on our next episode. What I Wish I Knew is produced and distributed by EIQ Media Group, LLC. Elevate your emotional IQ with podcasts and content focused on leadership, mental health, spirituality, women's health, overcoming adversity, and more. <laughs>